Good evening, and welcome to the Lapid Monkey Music Show. Tonight we have on Tomo Fujita. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Thanks so much, Sean. Great. Yes. Tomo has been involved for over 30 years as a professional musician. He's a teacher at Berkeley. Yes. He's played with about a bazillion um, people we all know. Um, he has some albums out, and we also want to talk about his guitar with some class program right. that he has today, too. Yeah, but let's you. just start to give some of our, our newer people that don't know you a little bit of your bio. You were born in Japan? Yeah, I was born in Japan, but then I came to United States when I was 21 and right direct to Boston and I went to Berkeley and then finished four years and play with a lot of different band, club gigs, so many different things, Mm -hmm. a little bit teaching here and there. And then 1993, basically Berkeley asked me to join as a faculty which is so honor as a Japanese yeah. musician come from Japan to United States. That's really, that's, that's really cool about the, uh, America that if you do really well and people really acknowledge that, then sometimes you get the chance to do something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, amazing. Yes. That's, that's really excellent. So let's just actually talk a little bit. So you do go back and forth between Japan probably yes. before covid <laughs> oh yeah 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 so right. yeah so so like a you know briefly first 10 years i after i came to the states obviously i didn't really go back but then after that i was i was like okay i want to play some you know uh real gig with my own band my own music and then japan wait a minute i don't think a lot of people don't know me so um i have to do that and then that was great because that was the first one. I went back to Japan 19, um, 1996, 97. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, somebody invited me to play a little bit. Then after that, right after that, I booked my own show. Oh, this is really good too. I have a full quartet. And then yeah. audience was only six people. <laughs> and that was great because that was, it's a reality in a check. Okay. I have like a fancy do, band rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, I had to do promotional. I had to do something to gain fans, not just, you know, advertise on the magazine and people come. No, 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 no. It didn't work, you know, so basically. So then after that, uh, I decided to do, um, I decided to make um, uh, instructional uh, video from mm-hmm. Japanese company called Rito Music. And prior to that, um, I did a four month writing essay about the Berkeley and American life. And after that, I got um, offer to do um, accelerate your guitar playing. That's the you know English name, but uh, and that gradually my name is going through the music store, you know, music scene. Then I start jamming with Jap- Japanese musician, and then you know, a few years later, uh, getting a little bit steady. But the beginning was really hard, <laughs> you know, lift up. Well, yeah. well, I think it's interesting. That's why one of the reasons we're talking today is because I think you are a friend of the musicians. Oh. And you are a friend of guitar students. Yeah. But I don't think commercially enough you're known. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And I can say people out there don't know him. You, you all probably own albums of everybody that looks to him and follows him and, you know, mm-hmm. are mutual peers. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> welcome to the club. No. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like people need to realize, you know, you're out there not only as a teacher, you've got some great, you record. Thank you. You've got some yeah. good, good albums out and they're, mm. they're different. Actually, they all break down a little differently too. So I want to talk about those after, okay? That's, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. I, so I like, you know, there's like three on, on iTunes. I don't know if there's more out there. 
Yeah, I mean, actually, I have five albums. You know, the first first one put on your funk face, which is recorded twenty four track analog, and no overdub, which is really good. You know, and um, that album still selling. And then right after that, uh, right place, right right time. Mm-hmm. And that was more studio album that I did all overdub. And after that, I made a pure, which is 2010, having uh, this one, having, um, yes, having a uh, great drummer, Steve Gap, Willie, yeah. and um, bass, and Bernard Party and Steve Jordan. So that was like, that was really, um, yeah, like, you know, um, more like a my dream, you know, because yeah. I, I was start playing with Willie. I did a few shows in New York and Japan and for the Japanese artists. And then I get to know Willie and um, he really liked me. And he really always, he called me. We always uh, chat, we talk, you know, and um, one day I was talking to Will and saying like, you know, my favorite drummer is Steve Gap. And, um, but uh, I, 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 I told him honestly, probably never gonna happen. To play with him, and then Will said, "Why not?" I mean, in other words, you never know. Worst case, you know, he will say no, mm-hmm. but you have to ask, and you never know, you know. So his answer was, "It's not impossible." That was his answer. No, it's not impossible. Then, uh, wow. then I asked Steve, and Steve said he's interested in play with me. Oh my God! Then after that. So we recorded three tunes in New York. That was 2000, maybe eight, mm-hmm. you know, eight around March. And um, yeah, he was rehearsing with Paul Simon and he came to the studio. I explained the song. We played Kyoto, the first song. We did a first take. That's it. I mean, we did a little bit sound check kind of thing. You know, we right. played so many groups, but he plays once. That's it. And then he did a nice brushes before. And I asked, could you do brushes and one more take? He said, this is a take. And Willie said, Tomo, Tomo, I, I forgot to tell you, but Steve does really quick, just one take, you know, so you got to do it, right? So, you know, Steve said, I'm going to, you know, overdub those um, um, brushes. And again, I said, would you like to hear one, you know, that take? No, no, I don't have to hear. I mean, Steve was amazing. I asked him, do you need to hear any demo? Do you, have, mm-hmm. do you need anything like charts ahead of No, 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 no. So I set up, you know, I asked somebody to set up a drum set for him. He just brought the brushes and the sticks. And then he didn't know my song. He came in, we set up, and I introduced a song. That's how we recorded. Everything's so great. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. No specs or anything that you needed coming in for the drums? No kind of setup, no tuning, no nothing, just... Well, he we, basically we didn't have enough um, time to do bring his set because he was rehearsing right. with Paul Simon. Right. So he said, if we provide a Yamaha drums like okay. that, yeah. you know, okay, you know, okay. And then, but he definitely changed it a little bit. But then we set up everything, uh, and uh, so yeah. So funny, but each drama didn't bring mm-hmm. own set. We just I just provide from friends or studio. And uh, interesting part is probably uh, I remember Steve Gatt appeared, showed up around 9 p.m. By the time 10.30 or 11, 11, he left. We finished three songs. 
pretty good. I know. It's great. Yeah. So first song we play once, he did overdub. Second song, I knew I can't really play whole song. So I just explain. This is a groove and this is a song form. I written song form just because that way, this is important too. We we improvise, but improvise could be great way, not great way sometimes, right? So mm-hmm. I wrote yeah. all the map so that for example. First time, if I play solo, solo of uh, second song was blue song. And when I jam with a wheel in a you know like club scene, I always play regular blues. Gradually, I make jazzier. He, he follows it, or sometimes mm-hmm. he ahead of time he makes jazzy right before I want to go or right right time. And I knew yeah. he's gonna do it. So I wrote every chord changes of blues very you know detail. So that beginning, very simple, and it gradually gets a little jazzy, a lot of a substitution. Third time, become a jazz blues. And he nailed it. Sounds like we just improvised. But that was my experience from performing live show with Will. And so anyway, so three songs we did that. And after that, I was like, okay, I have a Steve Gatt. I can't have, a, uh, I have to have somebody you know similar to that, right? Mm-hmm. So then burn out the party i have to play with him because i love Cornel dupree album i love aretha franklin album mm-hmm. i have to have him so again i called him he said yes crazy he said yes and uh, he then that's like next year i uh, no, no, same year actually november he has time to do it and will has a time to do it because of two guys need so we went to studio this is this is crazy too okay he showed up. He this is fun. He showed up, and he's now happy looking. He's he's a little bit like, not not happy. And then hey, you know, nice to meet you. Da, da, da. He said, um, it's just uh, something. He said, where where's the drum set? Right, like that's in the studio. Mm-hmm. He lives in New Jersey. He lives in New Jersey. He's a student in New York. I assume he's going to bring a drum set, right? But he said, you didn't ask me. Or he said, usually people provide for me a drum set. When I, when I get there, drum set is there. And then literally, I said, I don't know. I mean, I didn't get mad. I don't know. You know, you live there. So I didn't argue with him, but he was not happy. Oh. Then, interestingly, that studio was owned by drummer. So we immediately, you know, setting up a drum set. Yeah. And he went out to get the soup or something like that, you know. And uh, this funny too. Still, he's not looking uh, happy, obviously, and not, not going well. But then he just, you know, put, you know, played it a bit. Not not close enough, you know, like this, you know. But then the really funny thing happened. First song we play blues. Mm-hmm. Once I play really good blues, he smiled. Music really <laughs> helped me. In other words, if I play, if I cannot yeah. play blues well, he go like, oh, this is not happening, you know. But I play really, really good feeling slow blues. He go, ah, he's just singing. And I knew, oh, the great. Yeah, you had him. Yeah, I got him. Yeah. So interesting, this album, if you look at it, you know, song, song, song list, 
And uh, first one, Kyoto, and Boy Back Home, and uh, The Girl. And mm-hmm. uh, we play Crossing, Tiny Tupper, and a Midnight Walk, which is a blues tune. And anytime, yeah, so we play blues tune, and that's his smile. Really, really great. Yeah. What's, what's interesting is, on some of your albums, they're listed as R&B, but sometimes, I know, I know when you teach online or you do your YouTube, yes. you, you, really, you do a lot, you're really kind of jazzy and funky. You got any jazz, but yeah. your albums are blues. But your albums are blues, but you do a lot of funk. I mean, you have some like just funky yes. stuff. You do have some. I'm surprised yeah. that there's not as much funk on your albums, and it's more blues. It's it's a little right. So what? what oh yeah, what happened was like you know, see, uh, I, I'm at the Berkeley, mm-hmm. Berkeley in New York, Boston, New York. A lot of people play a little jazzy. Jazz is good, but blues has to be really bluesy and really mm-hmm. simple. You cannot, you cannot do too sophisticated stuff, you know, you can't. So album, like put on your funk face, I decide I'm not going to play anything too jazzy. So I had a really, you know, antenna about the jazz, you know, so I can play jazz, but I don't want to show I can play jazz. So everything you hear is blues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, the, you know, YouTube stuff, it's a relax, you know, so then I tend to go a little jazzy. So will you do a jazz, like an all jazz thing at some point? Um, I don't know. Like I mean, I'm not jazz, jazz like, you know I'm not really, you know, traditional jazz player. I play blues, funk, and then jazz essence, you know, a little bit jazz. But I think I like to deliver, like, you know, show people how to play funk, jazz. Mm-hmm. Means like a jazz, everybody think, oh, too difficult or so sophisticated and too much theory in but but there's a you know simple jazz you know something i think a good more. teacher can teach can make anything the rudimentary part yeah that most people can get a hold on and and part of it depends on the openness of the student and part of it depends on the teacher i mean i right. think worlds open up to me by one teacher where like i could hear the same thing for like from billion teachers and i'm like i don't get it but that one teacher it clicks yeah you know? and, and 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 if you've got your heart to it, i mean you're, you're a very passionate Thank teacher you. so it, it shows across I like, yeah. I like to make you call it jazz with jazz essence. It actually sounds like a yeah. clone. Right. Yeah, so jazz, you know, jazz is a sort of taste, you know, and, and, and yeah. important. But even like a foundation, like, you know, today I posted a um, new video about the three things to do every day. And, you know, chromatic exercise, one is root 37 swing. So mm-hmm. that's a jazz. Just because swing, doing like, you know, downstroke, upstroke, you know, left-hand mute and playing chords, chord progression really helps. And from there, you can go more blues, more jazz. So in a way, it's, it's a part of jazz is really important for me. Yes. Yeah. So, so. with, with um, see new people are coming on, they're going to start watching your YouTube and your, yes. whether they're newer, newer players or middle, whatever. Yes. What is it when you, so what is your, thing your goals when you do your youtube channel are you are you are you showing just what comes to your mind what you want to teach are you are you doing it at a certain level how are uh, you presenting well, it yeah like you know I, most you see every week i teach tuesday wednesday at the berkeley so one video usually i try to make as a reference for all my students you know and i mm-hmm. have few um skype students i have a table lesson students and i have a guitar wisdom students many students and guitar wisdom i make one two video every week and that was that's more right now focusing on all beginners sight reading 
acoustic guitar and electric guitar yeah. beyond, you know. But then YouTube more like a supplement. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, a little bit more supplement right to review things. So YouTube is not my main things because my main things really guitar. Right. Rhythm, no, I was just saying, but well, well, yeah, well, once you get to the guitar, was yeah, the, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, like, as people are coming in, YouTube is you know we're on YouTube now. <laughs> YouTube is what it is. You, YouTube so, is. So I as people are coming it, in, I want to, I want them to have a, a good picture of what it is. So they're like, I yeah. can't do this. That it's not really guitar wisdom. Yeah. Guitar wisdom is a different program right. with with yeah, steps in you, it. YouTube is, is not really complete as a yeah. education because no. YouTube to me it's just you know entertainment like a TV show and involve a little bit of education a little bit of hint about what is good what is not good so i'm trying to come across like you know okay i show something and then i don't show every detail but something people catch it oh that's i shouldn't do it or that's i should do it you know so definitely each lesson i'm sure a lot of people catch something you know so you you don't like doing well sometimes i do um you don't like showing music or writing things down, but every now and then you'll show something real quickly. Be like, yeah, Pick I do, five. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I do, yeah. Because um, what makes a difference for that when usually you're like, don't worry about that, just kind of work on this and not worry about the sheet music right now? Yeah, you know, you don't have to really you know, worry about sheet music, but at least like some information you want to know, try as well, you know, like fingering like that. So mm-hmm. that's why I just show, you know, on the screen. And I say, just capture, just take a picture. Yeah. Know? Yeah, why not? Yeah. And uh, so that's what I do usually. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. I think it's fun. It's, I didn't know what the format was of that because yeah. there's the so much other other reason is I don't edit anything on YouTube because YouTube is free. So mm-hmm. I do you know simple way to do. So basically, all my YouTube I press button, record, and press off. That's it. I don't really do editing. I so that's why no nothing uh, shown on the screen. Yeah. That's why I have to move my guitar neck to show more, you know, closer, or I have to show the paper, you know, something like that. Yeah, I I subscribe to that 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 opinion myself. Even with this, I don't. It's it. This is it. This is like real life. You're talking. I might have a beginning and end bumper, but that's it. I don't. Yeah. You know. So it's about uh, but but a YouTube really great about a lot of people write comment, and mm-hmm. I read every single one every day. And that's I think it's a good gateway for you. That's you know? how I learn things so basically um what's what's happening is that uh, you know i i read and then i take notes so um so like you know this is my philosophy i write the notes like this is my like you know more like a life stuff or this is more like a lesson stuff you know and so i have a few notes like that and every day i have to write so like like this is notes everywhere because this way, you I write and I I read and I fix it. I push it, so I really make myself doing, not just thinking, wishing. I have to do it, so I have to make um, something. You know, that's really organized too. The way you have different notebooks and it's different. How long have you been doing that for? I mean, that's pretty. Uh, this pretty is good. I've been doing probably more than ten years. Yeah, I mean, I used to do like a lot different way, but lately, like. Even like you know, see look, I have like this. And see, this is all, mm-hmm. all the stuff that more business, you know, idea. So yeah, 
I, I do this all the time. Yeah. So like, you know, every couple of days I write what to do and then what, what, what's the good idea to do. And then, yeah. So I do. Um, then the great part is I can go back last year, 2020, about March 1st. I can look at it and I can see. Okay. Yeah. 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 I see notes, are, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, a lot of things written and interesting you know, um, very similar. It's always organizing, always priority. Like a Berkeley, I have to do commencement audition. So it says commencement audition. Next one, tape lesson. Then says a guitar wisdom lesson material. <laughs> Tax organization. <laughs> That's my business, you know. And then says clean up, what is it? Clean up room, things and files. So it means Things I have to clean up, things on the computer I clean up so that, you know, a few days later. Well, I leave notes all the time, but mine, mine aren't that organized. Mine are all over the place. Right. Well, that's <laughs> what we do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to do little by little. By little. So I respect that yeah. the organization of it. I just, I do notes, but I don't, I'm not that organized yet. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> it's really so- hard. Yeah, you okay. actually do. Speaking of not just the program guitar wisdom, but you actually yeah. usually have some kind of thoughtful provoking thing you do say along with your guitar and sometimes it's work-life balance or a guitar you know it's more like how to yeah. handle things where does yeah, that come so from is that so the, guitar, teacher yeah. earlier on or i think i think all you know combination like you know i mean i used to do karate you know so you know karate teacher has a little bit of philosophy and then really helped to me for example for mm-hmm. first one when I came to Berkeley, obviously everybody like, you know, everybody, I want to be number one kind of deal, right? So mm-hmm. be- right before I w- came here, um, you know, my karate teacher brought me to dinner. You know, we ate a steak or something like that. And he said, um, don't be number one. Be num- only one, he said. <laughs> Took me a long time to understand. To try, to, to, try not to be number one, but try to be only one. So that means, like, you know, translate. If, if, you, if somebody listens to you, 10 seconds, people understand. That's you. Mm-hmm. That's, I want it to be like that. Yeah, that, I mean, it, it's good wisdom. There's a lot of good things I've, I've heard and picked yeah. up from like, yeah, so, I mean, so, don't so, compare to people. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. So, yeah, so after that, I become more aware about those messages to students so that's why you know i would say don't worry because a lot of people worry about things so first thing yeah first thing i you know i said don't worry i said that and uh so so then what happened is these two i've been telling this to all my students right Mm -hmm. and then two years ago i received a birthday gift i i have an upstairs like almost like you know a picture frame inside Mm -hmm. Every word I said to him, all wisdom, almost like, you know, correction of what I said. Like, you know, so the things like, you know, uh, like, so then I found this, don't worry. And then don't, don't compare. Right. I love that one. Yeah. Then don't expect too fast. And then his name, his name, Owen. I always tell Owen these things because then he's, he gets a little nervous. So I say, be kind to yourself. 
And along with this, says, listen only three albums. Or like that, you know. So like I had, I had a, so, so Guitar Wisdom, I have that philosophy behind, you know. So that's why my brother-in-law, he's a, mm-hmm. my business partner, who is my wife's um, older brother. So he loves music. He loves guitar. So he retired from lawyer work. So he's very, you know, so smart, great guy. So um, we start talking, and actually we were supposed to make more, you know, method book, you know, uh, earlier. And then that didn't work out. And he was actually transcribing what I said, you know, a lot of things. Like we're trying to make a book from it, but then that didn't go well because I was so busy doing many things. Then two years ago, two years ago, my wife said, why don't you make, why don't you do online lesson? Because you always work Skype or uh, tapeless all the time. I think that's, you mm-hmm. have to stop it. In other words, it's, it's a more you do, you can't handle it. Because... Could you take a, uh, one second and, and explain your tapeless? Cause I don't think everybody understands. I've, I've seen oh, yeah, you yeah. explain. Sure, to sure, sure. Tape lesson means like all, using audio cassette, audio cassette, um, basically audio cassette, you know, and um, t- you know, corresponding lessons. So like, like audio cassette. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've been doing that. So maybe I, I have to go back. With it. So the reason I start doing audio cassette lesson because yeah. about um, two, um, 1996, I started going back to Japan and doing something. And then I start, you know, making my instructional uh, books and, uh, uh, you know, books and, D- D- but not back then, DVD, video. Mm-hmm. And then I received one letter from Japan. This is 1996, right after the put on your funk face. Somebody said, I want to learn your song, Just Funky. Can you teach me? And I, and back then, no, no, this video or anything like that. How? Mm-hmm. Then I, I, then I heard years ago, somebody named Charlie Barnacas. Really, he was very famous, you know, theory improvisation teacher from Boston. And he, I heard he used to do this uh, corresponding lesson that he make mm-hmm. lesson. He send it. That's the lesson. And I thought, okay, let me try. And I tried it, and I sent it. And of course, I didn't say when to send back. So it took a long time, you know. But then that was one person. Then more and more people start asking me, can you teach me? Can you teach me? Then I start officially making this available about 1997 or 8. Then I figured it out. Check this out. I do lesson in Japanese, Japanese uh, Japanese student, right? Mm -hmm. So that means they have to pay me. Then I send that to my parents because that's when I need to take care of my parents. Yeah. Just because my parents, you know, paid off all the house and stuff, but my father didn't really make enough money and kind of retired. Right. So, you know, you know, so then this, this business really helped my parents. (laughs) That's good. That's really good. Good. Yeah, exactly. So then tape lesson, tape lesson two, philosophy how to be very patient, how to work really hard on anybody else, like that kind of thing, you know. So then, um, then after that, yeah, 
I can do everything. So two years ago, I talked to George, maybe we should do a online lesson. I don't know how to do it, but let's figure it out. You know, then same time, I saw Tyler Lawson, you know, Music is Win in Nam Show. Mm-hmm. After I taught him, you know, six, seven years later after Berkeley, then he told me he's doing great on the online lesson YouTube. That was, yeah, that was 2017, probably I saw him. And at, at mm-hmm. that time, I thought, okay, I I'm, I'm still want to do um, privately, like a corresponding lesson or Skype lesson. So I, he's saying a lot of things, but I'm not really listening carefully because I thought I'm doing this, I'm fine. But then, mm-hmm. you know, six months later, a year later, my wife said, well, you should do an online lesson. My brother-in-law want an online lesson. Hmm. Everybody kind of mm-hmm. recommend me that, you know. Why don't mm-hmm. I just listen to these guys, right? So I start doing it. So, so basically, um, yeah, 2019, March, that's when I started. Wow. Yeah, so that was, so that was good because a year before, this crazy thing happened. I know, right? Yeah. I, I, one of the things that's really good is you are, a, um, you play with a lot of people and you're, 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 I mean, you're really skilled, you're really good, which could be intimidating yeah. for a player. Huh? So the fact that you be intimidating for a player to be nervous around somebody to learn yeah, from yeah, somebody yeah. as good as you. So the fact that you're as laid back and you actually are like, no, focus yourself. Like it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's very reassuring. It's like a family member. It's very calming. It's right. it takes away from the angst of having to learn and perform because you're, yeah. you're people are always performing. We're always you know you're here for this. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think I think that you doing that on many levels. Is good. Yeah, it starts up the student, and then it, Thank it you. carries on in life. Those right. are important. Yeah, tenants. I mean, all the school, you know, people say you have to do it, play gigs, you have to make a mistake, you know, then you become stronger. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people really don't know what to expect or what to do, or you know, so why not just be kind to people, you know? So the first thing I said, just don't worry about all it. Right. Yeah, even like, you know, if I, you know, if I perform with Japanese, you know, musicians, something, you know, drama and, you know, um, baseball gets a little nervous because they think I'm really big. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, same human being, or same people. I just have more experience. That's all. So I said, um, don't worry, you did, a, you know, homework i send you source tape i call source tape source tape means you know uh, some people don't know so much about blues and the funk i make a source tape important you know tracks in it you know okay, so yeah. if you listen to it you get the idea about how you follow these mm-hmm. things. yeah so um same way you know i i um yeah so i, I yeah definitely encourage students i think not bad thing to do you know yeah, so I just well, I, do, I, you do you know. though. I mean, you, you do stuff. Uh, Thank you. Like I've right, what I've seen. Also, I mean, you could probably fill this out better. Yeah, you you don't. I've heard you talk about like it's not about practicing a certain amount. It's not about just like, all the rules of like fifteen minutes a day and and you know da 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 da. And you have a different philosophy. Yeah. On that, on some level, could you explain yeah. that a little bit to people? Well. Definitely, uh, I have a certain level that I can recommend practice every day. But 
when people say, how many hours should I practice? Or should I know 12 all keys like that? Mm-hmm. Usually these people already um, overwhelmed by quantity and information and mm-hmm. always the wrong way. Or should I know theory? Should I do this? Should I do that? And a yes, everything, yes. You have to do everything, but you cannot do everything. So first thing, okay, in order to play well, you have to have technique. That's why I recommend three things to do. Chromatic scale, swing group with metronome, and triads, map out of the you know, f- fingerboard. That's must. Mm-hmm. But 15 minutes, even five minutes is good, but you have to do every single day. That's the key. So it's not the quantity. It's about quality. It was how much you believe this is so good. John, I think that's good that you, you break it up a little bit more because I think, once again, there's an angst to it. There's a, a, a pressure to perform, to be like, yeah. I've only been playing this. You know, and I said before, I, I started playing guitar late in life, and you know, I'm not very good. But I'm not in a rush. I want to learn it. I enjoy it. I love it. I yeah. love being horrible at it because I just love just playing it. There's, but 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 nowadays everyone's always got that pressure. I gotta be. I've, I've, yeah. You know, problem is, all the seven-year-olds on YouTube can shred, and the rest of us <laughs> want to throw our guitars out into the road because all the kids are so good on guitar now. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's the other subject. The reason kids are good is because the kids are, you know, um, just like a language and habit. Yeah, they, yeah. they can really I, I do get absorb that. stuff, and then they watch so many times on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just, you know, a little bit um, um, researching about how young kids really, how do they do later, you know? I'm just working on that one. If they hold on to it, you mean? I was being a little lighthearted about the age difference about that, you know, about the comparisons. But usually as an adult, you usually feel that Mm -hmm. I put this much time into it, I should be this good. That's why I was joking with the kids being so good. I mean, they are ridiculously good. But but, but, but uh, here, here other other side that a lot of people don't know it's you know you're talking seven years old or ten or twelve really great but no guarantee they're gonna be happy no, rest of their no. life right because no. too much attention in the early days not mm-hmm. really healthy sometimes so if parents or guardian or teacher understand that then guiding to the right place you know then fine but it just you know people get shocked but that's a different subject. That's another right. That's no, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but uh, I t- I teach you know quite older students too, and mm-hmm. sometimes people started later or people didn't do well in the middle just because uh, family you know things happening, kids, yeah. and also maybe didn't learn the right direction. So, but again, guitar is not like sports; you still can catch up. So as long as you do right direction and right amount it's good so yeah that's why first thing just don't worry and don't compare and don't expect this exactly the thing i you know then be you know kind yourself because that's the kind because then you feel neutral when you do something you don't have to have any anxiety before you touch your guitar then uh, Mm -hmm. not really helping right so um that's why uh Lesson having lessons are important because YouTube just the information without any guideline or any no suggestion. I mean, maybe suggestion, but they don't give you what to do, right. what not to it's, do. It's you know? a supplemental to what, yeah, of course, yeah. So, so um, yes, 
So Do yeah, you know so like my teaching definitely more about uh, life. So almost like this, I'm using just a guitar to teach people how great about life. How's that? Like that. So like, you know, yeah. yeah um, several years ago, Fender in Japan, uh, they interviewed me and we did an interview and performing. And very end, you know, they asked, so what would you like to do or what would you like to give message to your fan, you know? And uh, I said, I hope guitar bring people happiness and guitar makes people more nicer people. <laughs> nicer people. Kind of weird, mm-hmm. but just because when when people get become adults, too many information, too too smart, you know? So it gets a little bit, not pure kids are very pure music is a pure and so music to me it's keeping me really pure you know so it's nice nowadays to, to, to not actually besides sometimes having something with you a technology to, to study something yeah a piece of paper with you and a guitar and you don't need any mm-hmm. technology it's like it's like a break from everything else it really yeah. is um before we finish up on uh, sure, sure. Your, guitar, your guitar was about i wanted to talk about some people you played with yeah, and, and and just in general, so you've played out in different situations. You played with how's Eric Gales, for instance? How's that? Eric Gales, yeah, um, yeah. I first I play at the Nam Show, and um, he invited me to play at the Coach House, or like that in LA, uh, not LA. I'm sorry, California. And um, interesting part is, uh, they told me management told me I don't have to bring a guitar. Okay, w- why is that? Just because it, they have to tune in a certain, you know, E flat, right. right? They just didn't want to go through so many things, right? So I appear at the sound check, and then there's a guitar, and um, I, I, you know, I played it, and um, so that I didn't bring any effect board. See, when I jam with people, just in case I bring effect board, I don't want to bring anything, just because I don't want to be, you know, competition. You know what I mean? Right. So I want to be a little bit more, you know, like lay back just a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, then that's good. So that was great. I showed up and uh, I play and he said, uh, I want to play Hendrix songs. Which one do you like? And then uh, this is, you know, this we play. And I said, let's do the little one. Okay. Then um, he b- provided me Hot Rod uh, Deville. And then he said, just make sure I turn up, you know, he said. <laughs> and uh, usually I turn up maybe three and that's loud, right? But then I can hear the bass player, drama, everybody kind of more like rock, you know? So I turned probably five or six <laughs> and that was good. Still, they play really loud. Then no pedal. He used more pedal. I don't know pedal. And then that's how we play. Then uh, he said, uh, we played a d- little bit different chord changes. Then... If you worry, yeah. it sounds like a really good or it could be really bad well great. i mean yeah be, be, was, by being a, a seasoned musician would make the difference in that one yeah so that the, you know and that was a, a and then T, tm stevenson playing bass i never met him first time i met him and then when we play i follow coach engine exactly what they're playing as if i play mm-hmm. w- with them for years you know so that's how yeah. we, we get connected so great great so that's yeah, that, my that, good experience. Good year. That, 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 yeah, that, that's fantastic. I mean, I think that's probably why being like live and jamming is going to be like so nervous, but then it's so exciting because it's like yeah. right to the edge. And then you come back. I mean, it's got to be because yeah. it could be a nightmare. 
Right. Is it hard? Now, some people, this is the playing yeah. guitar and coming in and playing. You, know, you have your guitars. I know you play different types, but mm-hmm. you know your guitars. Some people are like, I can't play the next to skinny. I, I like playing a baseball bat. I like heavy strings, soft strings. When you come in and you play a different guitar that's not yours, mm-hmm. is it hard? Is it more of a challenge for you? Because no, see, the thing is, I can play any guitar, any any gauge, as long as I can play. In other words, uh, I can give you an idea. Uh, in other words, I I just really, I'm sorry. Um, just give me a second. So this is not in, even in tune on the ukulele. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, idea is like, you know, I practice regular guitar, regular gauge, and I practice like, you know, short scale, like this one. And yep. then sometimes 11 to cool, um, okay. 49 or 12 to 52. And so, and sometimes, you know, so different, you know, length of a guitar. So if I have, you know, and, you know, like like this, even normally people don't probably bend, but so idea is I just try to fit into the guitar, any guitar I play. And as soon as I do that, you know, this is what happened. Professional musician usually, if if you give your guitar to somebody, you know, always play heavy gauge or certain thing. Mm-hmm. These people go, oh, no, no, I cannot play that. That's too hard to play. Or I don't like that, right? Because people have attitudes. I don't have any, any attitude about this. So so basically, any guitar, technically, I can play. That's good. Yeah. Because, because a lot of people I have. trained it. Yeah. That's good. I mean, because you have different guitars, you do. You don't get used to a certain thing. Right, right. So that's that's another reason I always play different guitar and I practice different gauge, different touch, and I have a soft, you know, touch, a lot of dynamics. Yeah. So I have a good technique to control the guitar. Only thing, if it's super super hard, you know, tension, then I can't play because it's just <laughs> too hard, you know, kind of fighting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Or when I drink, I cannot play. So rhythm when guitar, I drink, you play rhythm guitar. Right? Yeah, no, no. So if I if I'm at the party, if I drink wine or beer, then if somebody yeah. asks me to play, I won't play because <laughs> I'm in party. I'm not. I'm not ready to yeah. play. You know? So that's a, that's the only time I have a little attitude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so who else have you played with? Like that we would have. Yeah, well, I play with so many people, and I jam with like you know Ronnie Earl, like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie always asks me not to bring any guitar. I just I have to play his guitar. And I play a lot Maskofield, and Maskofield from England. He's an amazing blues player. You have to check him out, and uh, he has many albums out. And I I went to England to do a two, you know, um, blues. Academy. He has a you know mm-hmm. own blues academy, like a kind of a seminar in the weekend. So like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the band, we play, we jam, and then we teach. Then uh, basically two years I taught with uh, Matt. So it's really interesting. Matt explained to yeah. student, and I explain a little bit more deeper about the details. Oh, that's a good, so that's I'm more work. like a translator about you know music. That was actually really cool. Really teach teach blues in English to English people. That was a 
amazing experience, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was real fun. Yeah, awesome. and uh, Coco Montoya, I played with him. Yes. So um, I played Steve Jordan, Steve got those guys in the studio, but uh, yeah. And then, and then this album, Blue Sky, yeah. I featured uh, Travis Carlton and bass player, and he's a son of Larry Carlton. And Lama Carter is an amazing drummer. And um, uh, James Gadderson played four, four, five songs. And then Kirk Fletcher, Josh Smith, three songs each, they played this album. And this, and this and is then, your new album, right? Your yeah, yeah, yeah. Album. Yeah, this is kind of funny, no, no. too. You know, you know, you have to understand this one. I never, I never talked about this yet. Okay, this is supposedly, re, you know, released in a 19, I'm sorry, 2019. Mm-hmm. But actually... This recorded 2012. <laughs> the reason is, um, I can't really talk about too much, but I, we had a, you know, my family had a really difficult uh, time in 2011. And then 2012, you know, w- you know, we are really down. Then I have to do, still keep doing it. So I thought maybe I would record something in LA because I was always keep talking with, um, you know, Travis Carlton. Yeah. And then we'll do it. And first, I, w- I was going to do three songs, maybe started. But then we were come, you know, talking, oh, why yeah. don't I do more songs? And he said, why don't you make a whole album? I didn't put a whole album. But so anyway, three days, we made a whole album. Wow. So the one day, yeah, one day, um, Travis Carlton, Lamar Carter, and me, we play trio. And then having a... Um, Let's see, Just Smith, yeah. Then we record, you know, uh, five songs or six mm-hmm. songs, yes. My trio and the three songs with Just Smith. Next day, Lama, uh, James Gadderson and Kirk Fletcher. So we played three tunes each, you know, each. It's great, great recording. Then uh, funk tune. So, and yeah, and I, I did one cover, People Get Ready. So 11 tunes. So recorded 2000. 12 but right after i finish it then my my daughter went to college in new york you know marymount yeah. manhattan so i had to pay tuition so i said okay stop you know i couldn't do anything then after <laughs> that she graduated everything or then okay it's time to release it yeah so that's why i couldn't release because just uh, you know need money here and there yeah. you know what i mean so that's real life yeah, that's right. So this really recorded 2012. It's and the inter- fresh. It, yeah, inter- interesting part is already I knew Just Smith, Kirk Fletcher is going to become really great. So because for, through the friends, you know, that's yeah. why I asked those two guys. In, it's like a time machine. <laughs> yeah. Really. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's, I want to end, I want to talk, give us more detail on your, any, your online stuff, on your okay. guitar wisdom. Sure. Let's let the people know how to sign up, whether it's Skype yeah. or, or, or how to get in touch with you and do all the stuff. If you could, yeah. Well, you know, you can do tomojustfunky.com. That's my website. Or mm-hmm. if you go to um, YouTube or uh, Twitter, uh, I'm sorry, um, Instagram and the profile, mm-hmm. you can see the link. Yeah. So easy to, if you just try to find Tomo Fujita Guitar Wisdom, it comes yeah. up, you know. And I only charge $9.99 a month subscription. So anybody join one month, nine, nine, you know, $10 almost, you know, that you can quit if you want to quit. 
And even we have 25 theory lessons, you know, all together, that's worth already six hours or more. Well, well the we fact have... they can quit and join, if you're, if you're having a bad financial month, you can yes. take a month or two off and then come back again. That's right. It's, that's right. It, it's good. Yeah. Uh, because, like I said, I love teaching corresponding lessons, tape lessons, Skype lessons, but it's not cheap, right? So only certain yeah. people can afford that. So then I, I received so many messages uh, through Instagram and uh, everywhere. And a lot of people want to study with me. So I decide, okay, why not just lowest possible way? So that's mm-hmm. $10 lowest for Vimeo to charge. Then, so that's it. And then more people to teach. And that way, eventually, financially, I can practice too, you know? Yeah. So yeah, everything turns out great. And now, so we have about people from over 80 different countries. Pretty much, Sean, amazing. It's pretty much every day increasing since last year. That is amazing. awesome. Yeah. Under, so all these links underneath, underneath, the, underneath the show here, all the links are going to be there too for people. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank so you. So we're yeah. just going to do direct yeah. links too. On it, yeah. Okay. So, so basically, I try to teach my philosophy. Then now I, I started my reading section, which is I use a modern method guitar. Where is my book? Somewhere here. Yeah. So like, like this book, you know, this book, and uh, every week I post new lessons. So basically, I guiding you how to use this book correctly. So it's really really cool. Just because even today I had somebody, he's over 70, 70 you know years old, and he used to practice that book, never really finished it. Now he's going to my guitar with him, try to finish that book. And that's, so that, that's good. Yeah, that book's really good, but you cannot play with by yourself just right. because it's not enough motivation from the book. You know, yeah. you, you have to have a coach to really push you, you know. So that's why I decided to have a section. I was wondering first, if I do sight reading, I'm not sure how many people really are interested in, but if you do the sight reading, you gain your like commitment, work ethic, and you gain your confidence level just because you do something you've never done before, you do every day, every week better. Mm-hmm. And you can hear finger noise, you can hear this and that. So overall, you get better. And what if you finish whole book? You can be teacher maybe, you know? So I thought yeah. this, this really helps, you know, people who live in different countries, especially. Yeah, so yeah, that's so sight reading, beginner guitar, and uh, so many different styles. I'm very happy, but still, I still have to work so hard to make this place not the best place, but best possible, you know, educational, you know, site. That's that's my goal. Yeah. Well, it's it's clear that you're not dying within. You you are always going to be work hard. And I think, you know, Thank people you. can appreciate it. You, you, you're going to grow. I think that's wanted to introduce people, you know, hopefully Thank a you couple so people. Yeah. We'll see. It's been fantastic having you on the show, man. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me. You have a great show. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you.